I'm Logan Crawford, and right now on Spotlight, we're talking to a woman who has written four phenomenal books of poetry. Her name is Ernestine Smart, and she joins us live on Spotlight right now. She is our first ever poet here on Spotlight, and we are delighted to have her. Ernestine, thank you so much for joining me here today on Spotlight. Thank you for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. These words are very inspirational. They're very moving. They're very touching. You talk about love. You talk about forgiveness. You talk about a lot of the qualities that people in America in 2022 need to focus on and have more in their lives. Tell me a little bit about your books and why you started writing poetry. These books are very inspirational and it's a gift from the Lord that I have that he has given me and I share it with the world so that they can um, get some insight out of, out of what my poetry is talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. Forgiveness seems to be a theme and I think that's a very strong Christian value as well, a value across all religions, as a matter of fact. And it's important to the human condition as well that we learn to forgive. Tell me a little bit about why you write about forgiveness and what your message is to the readers. Well, with me, forgiveness is not withholding things that you should release from your heart and go on and try to live a better life and show others the love that the Lord has inspired upon you. Absolutely, absolutely. One of your books is called From the Power of the Pen. And is that your most recent book? No, Touching Hearts Around the World Through Poetry is my most recent book. Okay, okay. Let's talk about that one then, Touching Hearts Around the World. What's the message? What was your mission in crafting this? With Touching Hearts Around the World, I thought I would have had it written before now, but um, I think it was back in 2013 that I said that I would get that book done. But um, it just takes time, and when the Lord gives it to you, that's when you go forth with it. Absolutely. So a lot of this is inspiration in many ways, divine inspiration. You feel that God is talking to you and talking through you to put that message forth into the world. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Tell me a little bit about your background. I know you grew up in Florida. You have eight siblings, so I guess nine children in your family? Yes. Um, tell me about how that, in, how that influenced you and shaped you and made you the person you are today. Well, I've always written poetry uh, ever since I was very young, and I used to send it away uh, to have it published, but, you know, a lot of it got lost in time because I wasn't able to afford the to have it published at that particular time. But uh, there's so much inside of me that I don't really miss that that I've lost. I don't feel that I've lost anything because the Lord is forever bringing stuff to me, you know, inspiring it up on my heart to send out. Absolutely. Do you have a, a favorite poem? Um, yes, I have um, 
The Courage of a Black Man is my most favorite poem uh, that I've written and uh, words of inspiration from the power of my pen. And it was written uh, back in, uh, I think it was 2008. Out of the Congo, he has driven, risen to great power from slaving through, from slaving through poetry a little by the hour, a determination of a change to come, a change in society that would change history. He came out of the foxhole to walk among men and to let them know there's no fear within. To take care of his children and take care of his wife has been the struggle of a black man's life, a prayer that he's prayed for with God's amazing grace has brought about a change to the human race. Black man continue in grace. And I have sent this book to President Barack Obama. Wonderful, wonderful. We have seen so many changes, huge changes over your lifetime. You grew up in the deep South. You obviously like a lot of people who are black or people who are non-white have grown up with prejudice. Tell me about the inspiration for that poem and about the journey that you and others have traveled. And, you know, it must have been an amazing day when you saw that President Barack Obama was finally the president of the United States. That's a huge accomplishment. Yes, it is. And to have the courage and the determination to get to this point in life is a great challenge. Yeah. Do you think things are getting better? Do you think things are better in 2022? I mean, we still have a lot of uh, discord, it seems, in this country. I think things are getting better, and, and it's all within the person itself, uh, is the way I see it. And that's why my poetry speaks of all of this throughout its pages. Absolutely. Yeah, if you can touch hearts... Like you said, touching hearts around the world is a very, very important mission. If you can change people's hearts, you can change their minds, you can change their attitudes, and you can change their lives. I think that's very, very noble work. Are you yes. active? Are you active in your church? Yes, um, I've been going to church, but lately I take care of a lady who's a hundred years old, hmm. and so I spend a lot of my time with her. But, you know, later on, I hope to get back and be active in my church duties. Well, certainly you're doing God's work and caring for another person like that. That's for sure. Now, yes. are you still in Florida? Are you based in Florida? Yes. Now? Yes. I'm in Leesburg, Florida. Okay. Which is kind of central towards the West Coast, is it? That That's uh, somewhere between Ocala and Orlando, Florida. Exactly, exactly. I know yeah. it well. Beautiful area. Some farms in that area as well, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to your upbringing a little bit. What was it like growing up with eight siblings? Well, we sort of lived in the country life, and uh, we all had to share and get along with each other. So that was part of my upbringing. And to um, 
Just be kind to people and give people respect. Yeah. And you also learn a lot about caring for others. You learn about negotiating. You learn about survival when you have so many siblings. I mean, you were growing up, I presume, what, in like the 1950s or so? What, when Somewhere was your childhood? What? Somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. And I grew up in the 1960s. And uh, it was tough. I mean, my folks didn't have a lot of money. I remember scrounging around to find a, a nickel or a dime to buy an ice pop on a hot day was a big deal. So I had three siblings. So there were four of us. You guys had more than double that. So it must have been a, a little bit of a struggle growing up as well, right? Yeah, we used to have to go uh, to the orange groves and pick fruit and all of that kind of country work. So, you know, I know what hard work is all about. It's wonderful work. It's real work. I mean, it's, I've done hard labor myself as a younger man. And uh, when I'm working as an actor, or I'm working as a broadcaster. I often tell people that, uh, you know, it's a, a different situation nowadays. What I do for a living is easy compared to what I did when I was younger. And so you really do get great lessons, great values out of that hard work as a young person, don't you feel? Yes, I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I love that area of uh, Florida where all the beautiful orange groves are. Um, they seem to be fewer and fewer nowadays um, as more and more land gets developed, right? Yes, the building more houses on every piece of land they can get. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let's talk about some of your other books. Uh, the other book is called Let My Love Speak to You. Tell me about yes. this book and, and what you wrote about. Let My Love Speak to You was written in 2010. Uh, these titles just come to me. And uh, as they come to me, I just put them aside. And when it's time to start the book, I've already got the title to it. This is the way my inspiration flows. Excellent, excellent. And now these are primarily love poems or love towards humanity? It, it, it's a combination of a little bit of everything. Yeah, absolutely. And another poem you, uh, or another book of poetry, I should say, that you wrote, it was called Poetry to Keep You Reading. Tell me what this collection is all about. This collection of poetry was written during the pandemic. And um, I have a friend that inspired me a whole lot to get this book done. So that's how that came about. What was the pandemic like for you? What was the shutdown like for you? I know it was a, a tough time for a lot of Americans. Yeah, being not able to go out and, um, you know, socialize and all of that was a little bit, but... Um, I'm not a person that goes about a whole lot anyway, so it was okay with me. Right, right. Be protective and uh, stay safe. Yeah, and the folks in Florida had it a little bit better than people in other parts of the country. Yes. Yeah, the weather was good. 
You could go out for a walk if you needed to, that kind of thing. So the lockdown wasn't as severe. Tell me a little bit about what your family life is like. Um, your siblings, you have children. Tell me what your situation is. I have two daughters. One lives, well, both of them actually live in, um, oh, where is that? In Virginia. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of what part of it. Uh, Arlington, I think. Mm -hmm. No, Alexandria, Virginia. That's where they are. Gotcha. One of my daughters is a lieutenant for the police department. Mm. And the other one, she does uh, home care like I do. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's something, your daughter as a police officer, that uh, is both wonderful, but I'm sure it keeps you concerned and alert and worried sometimes about her safety, right? Yes, she's also a minister. So she's, you know, on both sides, helping, mm. helping people. Absolutely. Tell me about the importance of Jesus in your life. Well, I, I feel like you just have to have the Lord. There's no way you can get around it if you're a believer in Christ, you know. It just makes a difference in your life. It helps you to turn loose old stuff that maybe you've had conflict with in the past to be able to let go and forgive and just forget about it and leave it to him. He'll make everything all right. Absolutely. Faith is very important. Yes. Yeah. Tell me a little, when you wrote to Barack Obama and sent you, sent him your book, did you ever hear anything from the White House or anything from him? I got a letter back from the White House uh, with his stamp on it, of course. So nice. uh, I'm sure somewhere he has it somewhere. It didn't return. So yeah. That's good. That's good. What What did you think of the Barack Obama years? Was he an effective president? Did do you think he did good things for America? I think so. Yeah. The Affordable Care Act that he uh, ushered in certainly is important to many Americans today. I don't think people realized how important it would be at the time. But here we are, you know, years later, and people are still turning to the Affordable Care Act, which people call Obamacare, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Tell me about your book, From the Power of the Pen. That's one we didn't speak about yet. Tell me about uh, writing that book and what the focus of those poems are. Words of Inspiration from the Power of My Pen. That was written in 2008. And... Uh, it has about uh, 195 pages. That, that's the most pages of any of my books. And uh, I'll have to go back on it to really capture some of the poems that are in there. But um, The Courage of a Black Man, that was one of the poems that you'll find in Words of Inspiration from the Power of My Pen. Absolutely. That is quite a powerful poem. I think it really encapsulates and captures the Black experience, the Black male experience in this country. And it has been quite a journey from, you know, the 1960s 
and earlier to 2022 to 2008 when Barack Obama was elected president. So we've seen a lot of great strides and I think they're all kind of captured in that poem. It's a, it's a very beautiful work. Okay. Tell and me a little bit of, about your writing. Do you still, are you still writing now? Like how often do you write? No, I write whenever it comes. And um, when it comes, if it's a piece of newspaper or a paper bag or whatever it is, I put it down if it's inconvenient for me to put it in a tablet or something. And then I go back and redo it later. But this is the way I capture it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It must feel good to have your books out there in print, being able to share them with people being able to connect with people who are inspired by your words. I saw a lot of good feedback on your website. Yes, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, tell me about your daughter's ministry. You said she's a minister there in uh, Alexandria? Yeah, she's up there. Um, she was in Sarasota, Florida, but she moved up there just to finish up her career. Mm-hmm which is about uh, maybe a year being there. Great, great. Do you have another book of poetry that we can expect to be released anytime soon? Um, I'm working on one, maybe uh, sometime in 23. I'll have um, Love Has No End. Mm. Very true, very true. Tell me, Tell me about that statement, Love Has No End. What do you mean by it? Love has no end. It's a forever going uh, situation because it's in the heart. And as long as you, you know, have that belief and faith, that that's where it takes you. There's no end to it. Absolutely. Anybody who's had a mother and father, anybody who's lost them, realizes that that love is eternal, just like God's love. Yes, it's the greatest. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Ernestine Smart, you're a wonderful woman. I think you're a fantastic writer. You've written four books. They're available on your website, which is ernestinesmart.com. And I encourage everybody out there listening, everybody out there watching to go to the internet, log on to our website. It's a beautiful website. You can easily order her books. And uh, I think they'll really help you, really inspire you, really change your life. And if you're holding any grudges against anyone, I think this might help you find that seed of forgiveness that you need to move past it, heal your heart, and mend those relationships. Ernestine, thank you so much for joining us here today on Spotlight. Thank you. My pleasure. And to the folks at home, I'm Logan Crawford, thanking you for your time this time. Until next time on Spotlight.